behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet.
Good morning and welcome this wonderful Easter morning. I invite the congregation to please stand and in your blue hymnals, you'll find our first hymn, which is hymn 182. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed, alleluia. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, who for our redemption gave your only begotten Son to the death of the cross, and by his glorious resurrection delivered us from the power of our enemy, grant us so to die daily to sin, that we may evermore live with him in the joy of his resurrection, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. Our first reading this morning is from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter began to speak to Cornelius and the other Gentiles. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's read Psalm 118. Sorry. Thank you. 
Our second reading is from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. For since death came through a human being, the resurrection of the dead has also come through a human being. For as all die in Adam, so all will be made alive in Christ, but each in his own order. Christ the first fruits, then it is coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, after he has destroyed every ruler and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be, to be destroyed is death. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I invite the congregation to please stand. gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, 
they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping in and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. There is a story of an old African-American Baptist preacher who one Sunday morning gave a sermon with only one line. It's Friday, but Easter is a coming. As he repeated this line over and over again, he began to bring with him a swelling of amens and hallelujahs from the congregation, and as he crescendoed, they crescendoed until his final words were, it's Friday, but Sunday is a coming. As we come on this Easter morning, I realize that for many of us, it doesn't quite feel like it's a Sunday. It feels more like Friday or Good Friday. We come in many ways and gather like the bishops at the first ecumenical council back in the fourth century, of whom historians write that they came bearing the scars of their persecution. We come in some ways bearing scars of a pandemic, even though they're not physical. They are emotional after two and a half years of stress and anxiety about something out there that we could not see or touch. We come with grief. We have lost so many over these years, recent toll being one million people plus here in the United States. We enter this church this morning traumatized. Traumatized by the fact that every time we turn on the news, we have to bear witness to the atrocities of a war in Ukraine. We see what is the worst 
of humanity displayed before us on our television screens in HD. I think we're now up to something like 4K and above. Almost as if we are there right with them. Ten years ago, when life seemed so much better, Ellen Davis wrote in her book, Agriculture in the Old Testament, that the problem with Americans today is they have no sense of religious imagination. They can't imagine a world worse than it is. The world has gotten worse since she wrote those words. But that's not the end of her statement. She also goes on to say, nor can Americans, in their religious imagination, imagine a world so much better than it is. I think in some ways we are not that different from the disciples who found themselves in the upper room on Good Friday and Holy Saturday and early Easter morning, grieving in a place of darkness, having witnessed their Lord and Savior, their leader, crucified on a cross. We too grieve what was once a peaceful world. We, like the women, walk to the tomb with our spices, saddened, expectant of finding the dead and not the living. And we come today with our alleluias and our great music, almost in shock to believe that what the women saw is true to hear the words of the angels say, why do you look for the living among the dead? Because that is what happened to their surprise. He who they had seen as dead was now alive. The tomb of death broken wide open, and the resurrection and the hope of this world burst forth into our lives. To the disciples back at the upper room, it was idle chatter until they too saw the linens on the base of the floor of the tomb. And with that moment, the awe beyond comprehension as I'm sure they scratched their heads and wondered what truly was going on. That's sort of where our gospel leaves us this morning, scratching our heads and wondering, not quite realizing that with the empty tomb meant that God's promise had been fulfilled, that grace now poured out from the heavens, and new life, new hope, even new wonder had now entered this world and the beginning 
of renewal had begun. Our sins had been paid for. Our ability to be forgiven, now freely offered. Our ability to have relationship in fullness with God guaranteed through the cross and the empty tomb. But that's only half the story. The other half that we don't often talk about is the fact that that tomb bursting open also became the porthole through which the abundance of grace and divine love is now pouring forth onto this world, ready to be harnessed by humanity itself. Three years ago at the royal wedding of Harry and Meghan, our presiding bishop spoke to the world and laid before us this question. What would happen if humanity was able to harness the energy of love in the same way we have been able to harness fire? Since humanity has been able to harness fire, life for us on this planet has been transformed. It's because of our imagination and desire to harness this fire that we are able to light our homes without candles. We are able to heat our homes without log fires. We are able to speak to each other half a world apart. As the presiding bishop mentioned, he was able to fly from one continent to the other in less than six hours, and then within a matter of seconds, be heard and seen by millions of people all around the world, simply because of an imagination of what could be as we harnessed that thing called fire. So how different could this world be if we began to imagine harnessing love itself? Working with divine love as freely poured upon us through the open tomb to transform this world and life for the better. To bring about a world where there is no pain or sorrow, but life everlasting. A world where justice is available no matter who you are. A world where everyone understands and has experienced the unconditional love of God. A world where every child has a roof over his or her head. A warm, safe bed to sleep in. And food enough. Imagine a world 
where our elderly do not have to fear, for they know they will be cared for. All that is possible if we simply imagine in the same way that people imagine the many uses for the energy of fire, how we can use the energy of love itself. That has been made possible because the tomb has been broken open. Death itself has been defeated and life as one with God has been made possible for each and every one of us. So while the world may feel as if it's Friday, the good news is it truly is Sunday, Easter Sunday. The sorrow of Friday is behind us, and the hope of the empty tomb lays with us. Amen. Please stand and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In the joy of the resurrection, we offer our prayers to the Father who raised his son from the grave and through that victory offers all of us the hope of eternal life. The world bombards us with stories that instill anxiety and despair, but in the emptiness of one tomb, you have overwhelmed us with hope and promise. Gracious God, fill us with the joy of Christ's glorious and life-giving resurrection. Hallelujah. Hear our prayer. Since the surprise of the empty tomb, the news of Christ's resurrection has spread far and wide. This morning we pray for churches that are isolated or persecuted, for churches suffering from stagnation or decline, and churches everywhere that yearn to proclaim your gospel. Loving Father, grant your holy church fresh strength in the good news of Easter. Hallelujah. Hear our prayer. 
The first apostles honored the resurrected Christ by sharing all that they had with those in need. Merciful God, help us here at St. Peter's by the Sea respond to all who go hungry or lack shelter. Bless the ministry of our community market and make us conduits of your mercy and grace. Hallelujah, hear our prayer. The resurrection proved once and for all that violence cannot stand against the power of your love. This morning we pray for all those living in the shadow of war or oppression. Grant them trust that you have not caused their suffering, faith that you can pour light into their darkness, and peace that they may experience the life you desire. In life, Jesus brought comfort and healing to those who suffered from sickness and disease. Pour out your compassion, Lord God, on all those from our community who are ill or infirm, and those who care for them, that they may be strengthened by your constant presence. Hallelujah. Hear our prayer. The resurrection of Christ offers us hope that death is not the end, either of Jesus' story or of ours. Enfold all those who have gone before us in death with the mighty power of his resurrection, that they will be raised on the last day. Hallelujah. Hear our prayer. We lift all these prayers to you, our life-giving God, through the victory of your Son, Jesus Christ. May he live in us, that we would always live in you. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. I invite everyone to please be seated for just a moment. Again, a warm welcome to everyone this morning. It is so wonderful to have all of you with us. For those who are visiting St. Peter's uh, or those who are returning, there are visitor cards in the front pocket of your pew. Um, please take a moment and fill that out, especially if you wish to be part of the communications through the e-net each week. Uh, if you're not currently on it, do fill out a visitor card for us as well. It's, again, a great pleasure to have you there. We'd like to keep you posted on all the wonderful things that happen. Also this morning, as we leave the church, our children are invited to take home a plant that is at the base of the baptismal font in the back of the church. Um, just go and select whichever one you like and take it home and offer it as a gift. Maybe to mom, maybe to grandma, whomever you're with this day in celebrating Easter with. Oh, and we, have for, we do have some eggs left behind from yesterday's Easter egg hunt for kids to search and find as well immediately following the service. Thank you. Also, next week we have a very special coffee hour to honor three women of this parish, Justine Greenwell, uh, Elizabeth Del Guizzo, and Jackie Montanamero for all their work over these last 10 or so years in heading up and making our Christmas Bazaar so successful. Um, as a result of their hard work, we were able to use the gathered money over the many years to refurbish the porch that we all walked in this morning. And so we will rededicate the porch as part of next week's service and then have a coffee hour in their honor in the parish hall. So I do encourage everyone to please come and be part of that. Also, um, just like our potluck last Thursday, 
If you are so inclined to bake, we welcome a baked good or something to offer at coffee hour. Just simply bring it with you and the table will be set up for you to place it on prior to the service. Communion this morning, I'd hope that we'd be able to have communion kneeling at the rail, but due to the fact that our COVID numbers are rising and that it is so easily spread, we are going to do the Eucharist or the distribution of communion in a station. Uh, knowing the numbers, I only have one chalice bearer this morning to make the route a little less um, confusing. We will do a station immediately in front of the rail to come receive communion. And if you wish to receive the wine, um, we ask that you do so by intinction, also understood as dipping. And all people are welcome to receive the Eucharist, no matter what your faith tradition, um, you are welcome to receive communion in the Episcopal Church. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. But chiefly are we bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. For he is the true Paschal Lamb, whose sacrifice for us, and has taken away the sin of the world. By his death he has destroyed death, and by his rising to life again, he has won for us everlasting life. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn, to proclaim the glory of your name. And gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you, in your mercy, sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all, he stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. 
on the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also, that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. The blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. 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 body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The 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 body of Christ, the bread of heaven. body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The 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 body of Christ, the bread of heaven.
Almighty Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. 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 The bread of heaven. Body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. Has she received? The blessing of heaven, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you, remain with you always. Amen. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The bread of heaven. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven.
body of Christ, the bread of heaven. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God, who has redeemed us and made us his children through the resurrection of his Son, our Lord, bestow upon you the riches of his blessing. Amen. May God, who through the water of baptism has raised us from sin into newness of life, make you holy and worthy to be united with Christ forever. Amen. May God, who has brought us out of bondage to sin into true and lasting freedom, and the Redeemer, bring you to ever, bring you to your eternal inheritance. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Please stand and join in singing hymn 207, Found in the Blue Hymnal.
Let us go forth into the world rejoicing in the Spirit. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.